Yes, what's so unique about today? I'm not really sure, but it sounds really dramatic. Parashat Kitavo this week. You know, Parashat Kitavo comes along. We are getting closer to Rosh Hashanah, two weeks before Rosh Hashanah. And this week, Yitzi, if I ask you, what is the most monumental time and event in which Amisal turned into a nation? What is that point in time, that event that happened that made Amisal a nation? If I ask you, what is it? You might tell me it is Ma'amad al-Sinai, getting the Torah on al-Sinai. You might tell me it's leaving Egypt, the exodus from Egypt. One might even maybe say that it's Amisal, the sons of Yaakov, the sons of Israel, going down to Egypt, maybe one of those, one of those big events, one of those monumental times in our history. However, in this week's parasha, we find Moshe Rabbeinu turning to Amisel and declaring, Hayom today you have become a nation. And when you look at what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, when you look at the Psukim, you really have to ask, what? What's going on? Why did today Amisel suddenly become a nation? What is so unique? What is so special about today that is making and turning Amisel into a nation? What is so worthy that's in the essence of Am Yisrael being a nation that Moshe Rabbeinu says, today you have become a nation. And before you answer, since this is YouTube, I'll just remind our viewers, if they enjoy these videos, please feel free to subscribe to our channel. Also, feel free to like it, comment below, help us grow the channel. It does help YouTube's algorithm and spreading out these videos over. Now, Yitzi, back to you. What is so unique about this day that turns Am Yisrael into a nation? That's a great question. And actually, before I answer specifically, you know, what happened today, I think we should notice that in general, in Sefer Dvarim, the word today shows up a lot. Moshe keeps saying today, today, even in our parsha, it shows up again and again and again. And it goes back also to previous parshas. Why does he keep using that term today? And I think this connects to something we spoke about in Parashat Dvarim, that the whole purpose of Sefer Dvarim, in a way, is Moshe taking the past, taking Matan Torah, taking everything that Am Yisrael went through in the past and turning it into what we called a well. And we explain that a well is is a source of water that keeps giving new waters. You can keep coming back and taking new waters every day. And Moshe is teaching us how, yes, he is not going to be here anymore, but the Torah will be there for us to come and learn from it and take from it every single day. And Rashi actually here says this, that the Pasuk Hayom Hazen Elam isn't necessarily speaking about today. It's speaking about every single day, saying that every single day should be like today, should be like that first day. Every single day is as if you're accepting upon yourself this relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu again. But I think in this case, we can ignore that something happened today. Because the Pasuk earlier says, Et Hashem hayom You accepted Hashem upon you to be your God, and Hashem has made you His nation today. And again, it's talking about not just, you know, something I'm commanding you to do today, or something you should see as if you're accepting today. It's saying that something actually happened today. Today, something happened. And here even more, it says, You became a nation today. This is a fact. It's saying that something today, without telling us what happened, turned you into a nation. So your question really is a big question. What happened today? And I think, as you mentioned, we're coming to the end of Sefer Barim. And if we look also the next parasha, it seems like it's a continuation of the same speech. All of you are standing here before HaKadosh Baruch. And maybe, maybe what actually is happening 
happening here is this is the end of the speech. This is the last day. This is Moshe's last day with Am Yisrael. And what Moshe is telling them is that this moment, this moment that I'm saying goodbye and you're going to stand here alone before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all of you together, this is the moment you're becoming a nation. If we think about it, what came first? Moshe Rabbeinu or Am Yisrael as a nation? It's clear. Moshe Rabbeinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen, Am Yisrael was, were slaves in Egypt. They definitely were all joined together as a nation. Moshe is sent to turn Am Yisrael from Bnei Yisrael into a nation, to pull together all the pieces, to bring Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, to bring him through the desert to Har Sinai, to accept Torah, to go through all the challenges which are all building Am Yisrael up to become a nation ready to enter their land. But as long as Moshe Rabbeinu is there, it's still Moshe Rabbeinu holding the pieces together. And we see how much he has to constantly hold the pieces together. They accepted the Torah because Moshe was there in between to help us accept the Torah. But when Moshe stands here and sees that Am Yisrael is standing here waiting, ready to accept upon themselves everything he's taught them, he says, this is the moment you actually become a nation. This is the moment, this moment where you have chosen God for yourself. Not me, not me putting it on you, not me teaching you, I'm God. You all stand here together before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You accept him upon yourself and he takes you for his nation. This day is the day you became a nation. Not everything you've gone through until now. The moment that you yourself have made that choice together as a nation. That first choice that you're making as a nation, not because I'm standing on the top and holding the pieces together. Because you together have decided to continue this path. That's the moment that you've truly become a nation. Because what makes a nation a nation is actually two things that we have here. There is one is having a land. And most nations are defined by the land that they have and we're about to enter that land. But before that, before just entering the land, so the land is not just a technical place that brings us together, it's the joint mission. And when we accept upon ourselves to take upon this mission as we walk into our land, that's the moment that we've actually truly become a nation. Beautiful, beautiful, very good. And just like you were saying, every nation is bound together by the land that they are in. But also some nations have a mission, a driven mission, a constitution that keeps them together, drives them forward towards a certain point. We have the Torah. This is what's going on over here and what the Gemara and the Rishonim keep on emphasizing over here. The fact that over here, Am Yisrael are now re-accepting the Torah or re-internalizing the Torah over here because later on the Torah makes this comparison between the Brit, between the covenant that is signed over here between Am Yisrael and Kadosh Baruch Hu, to the Brit that we had back in Choreb, to the covenant that we had done back in Ma'amad al-Sinai in Matan Torah. The Torah makes this comparison and on this comparison the Gemara already asked, what? Did they get the Torah over here? Is today they're getting the Torah? But this is exactly the point that yes, they did get the Torah over here. This is the second time Am Yisrael is accepting on themselves the Torah. And again, like we keep on reminding, we have to remember that this generation here in front of Moshe Rabbeinu were either non-existing or were very young back in Matan Torah that happened before Chetam Meraglim because these people were not at the adult age to be considered adults. They were not really there in Ma'amad al-Sinai. So this is for them re-acceptance of the Torah, of the Torah values to be Am Yisrael's values, to be our values that we are led by, our North Star that we live by. But it's not only accepting it to live by and have our values written on some kind of stone, written some kind of sign that we follow. It's even more than that because there's a very interesting word right over here in the beginning of the Pasuk where it says, Hasket Ushma Yisrael. What exactly does Hasket mean? So over here, the Targum translated as listening, as hearing, and also in modern day Hebrew, actually a Hasket is a podcast. Very interestingly, the 
word for podcast is a sked from the Shoresh of Samech Kafhei. And when you try to understand where does this word come from, we have another place in the Torah, in the beginning of Sefer Bereshit, where we find that Shoresh in the name of Sarah, in the name of Yiska, where over there the word is used in order to describe Sarah, as Rashi says, and over there the translation explains and understands that the concept of Sukha is from the verb of seeing, lirot, when you see something. And very interestingly, when you bring that translation back to over here, Hasketu Shema actually means it's not only to listen to the Torah, it's not only to see the Torah and to follow it, but it's even more than that. It's to listen and to see together. It's to actually deal with the Torah. It's actually learn the Torah, as the Gemara explains, Hasket Na'asu Kitot Kitot, Hasket from the word that they became small classes and Amisa started learning the Torah and making the Torah relevant for them and working on the Torah in small groups in order to implement the Torah, to start working on themselves to implement the Torah to their lives. That's what Amisel began doing over here because this is what turned them into a nation. This is what turns us into a nation. the Dealing with the Torah, living with the Torah, not only having it as a North Star, not only seeing it and having it lead the way for us, but actually dealing with it on a day-to-day basis, like you said, Hayom, every single day, not only seeing it, not only hearing it, but actually working with it. And this is what also Moshe Rabbeinu says later on, that until this day, Am Yisrael didn't have a lev ladat, ein lirot ve'ozen nishmoa, all the senses, using all your senses, all your being, in order to deal with the Torah, to learn the Torah, to live the Torah. That's what turns us into a nation. This is what is happening over here. And as Rashi explained on the Pasuk, what happened over there was that Am Yisrael came to Moshe and said, we want to accept the Torah. We want to get the Torah. Am Yisrael came to Moshe asking to live the Torah, to bring the Torah down to earth, down with them so they can live it, they can be it. This is what turns us to a nation. This is what's unique about that day. This is what's unique about our nation. Going into Eretz Yisrael, Am Yisrael are moving from the miracle land of the desert and all the miracles that happened over there into the land where they have to work hard, where they have to work with their own hands in order to get the things they want. We've discussed this so many times, but on top of it, they're going to be living the Torah. That's what makes us a nation. That's what's so unique about our nation. The fact that we don't only have the Torah as a set of values that we look into once in a while as a North Star. No, it's something that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. We learn it on a day-to-day basis and we live it with our life. Beautiful. Maybe this is also why in the next parsha we start by saying that all of us are standing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Torah goes into detail of how every single type of person, no matter who you are, no matter what you are, we're all part of this. We're all standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepting this upon us and this is what makes us one nation with one mission. But I think this idea of having multiple covenants raises a question. I mean, if you had a covenant back in Madar Sinai, why are we having it again? And if this is the real one, then let's just have this one and not have the previous one. What's the point of having another covenant again and again? But I think this connects to a concept in business. You know, when you have a product and you sell it to a customer, it's great and it's great to see that customers are buying. But the biggest validation is return customers. It's customers who actually bought the product but came back to buy it again. And maybe that's what this is about. Yes, we received Torah and we all wanted it and we were all excited. That was that initial excitement. The fact that after 40 years we come back to buy it again and this time even without Moshe Rabbeinu being there, that's the validation that we're truly accepting Torah upon ourselves and this is what truly turns us into a nation.
Exactly. And not only 40 years later, but also 3,000 years later through a podcast, you can come and re-accept the Torah again. This is what our lives are about. Not only having the Torah and a Keren Zavit left over there on the side as a North Star, but being right here with us on our day-to-day, everything we do. That's what our lives are about. That's our mission in life, like you were saying, but we're out of time. We'll end here. As usual, we'll just remind of you as what we discussed the past couple of years. Last year, we discussed the Mitzvah of Bikurim. There's some very interesting things about the Mitzvah of Bikurim. One of them being the fact that when a person goes to Beit HaMikdash, they have to read out loud what we say today in the Haggadah, the very monumental statement of Arami over the V. And one really has to ask, why is that mitzvah in Mitzvah Bikurim? Why the fact that a person has to go to the Mikdash, read out this important paragraph, why is it part of the Mitzvah Bikurim, not other mitzvahs? Like, why don't we say it on our wedding day, which is a more monumental time in our life? We discussed that. We also discussed the idea of happiness, how important happiness is to our day-to-day life, but also to our Avodat Hashem, to worshiping HaKadosh Baruch to doing all the mitzvahs because in this week's parasha we find a very important pasuk that says that Amisel gets a big punishment for not serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu through happiness. We discussed the concept of happiness, why it's so important. We'll link those two videos right now and Shkoyach Yetzi. Shkoyach Tuvia, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom and Yvette Hashem next week we'll talk again just before Rosh Hashanah.